Welcome to the Physicians Financial Podcast, where we discuss the financial challenges and opportunities facing medical professionals. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of financial topics that are important to physicians, such as retirement planning, investing, and estate planning. We will also interview experts in the financial services industry to get their insights on these topics. If you're a physician or a spouse of a physician, I encourage you to listen to this podcast. We will provide you with the information you need to make sound financial decisions and achieve your financial goals. Here's your host, Brent Bowden, a financial coach and certified financial planning advisor with over 15 years of experience helping medical professionals achieve their financial goals. To learn more about Brent Bowden and his services, visit brentbowden.com. Welcome to the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Bowden a certified financial planning professional and 15-year veteran of the personal wealth management advice and education, working with professionals to reach financial freedom. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than last week. We're going to talk about behavioral finance and you. So today, how do you incorporate behavioral finance as a way of improving your decision-making skills to achieve your financial goals? going to discuss a little bit about overcoming negative reactions and stressors uh, kind of as a follow-up to last episode on financial stress and how those can derail your progress. But let's start with what are your money values? So your beliefs and principles about how you live in regards to your money are super important. What's your financial why? You've probably heard people talk about what's your daily why what makes you get up and move every day, but what's your financial why? So behavioral finance is a field study that examines the psychological factors of and people's influence on financial decisions. It looks at how your emotions, your biases can lead us to make choices that are not always in our best interest. Behavioral finance is super important. And because of this, we're going to talk a little bit in depth about some of the different things that go along with it as well as how to make rational choices that are likely to help you achieve your financial goals. So how can behavioral finance help you? First of all, if you do a good job of behavioral finance, you kind of pick out your money wise, you will end up being able to identify your financial goals using that as a reflection. So what do you really want to achieve with your money? Do you really want to save for retirement? later in life or do you want to have financial freedom earlier are you looking to buy a house or start a business or take a family vacation whatever those goals are knowing your behavioral finance values will help you to be able to make those decisions through a lens that is more important than just how much is it going to cost so once we have our behavioral values down and i'll talk about how to identify those top values then you would take the next steps in financial planning. So developing a plan, achieve those goals through the values lens. And once you know what you want to achieve, creating a plan is a little easier to get there. It'll also help you set realistic goals. Look at your budget from a, a little bit of a different angle and then help you additionally make wise investment decisions. One of the other things that I love about having a set of financial values or or kind of my why uh, is being able to overcome negative reactions or stressors. 
Um, sometimes you know, a bill may pop up or something may happen. You think about the costs and expenses that are associated with it, and it can really start to weigh down on your financial stress. When it comes to money, it's really easy to get emotional. And so being able to reflect and look at, does that really come into play with my financial values or was that just fear or anxiety or even a greed issue? And so knowing what those emotions are, what your values are can help us lead to making better financial decisions and having strategies to be able to overcome when stress gets in our way. So let's talk about how do you actually identify your financial values? I always like to, to have about three to five core values dealing with both my money, my minds, my family, work, all the things that, that go into your daily life. If I can reflect on those three, five values and say, you know what, today I accomplished what I was looking for. It reflects on my values and it, it, that was a great day. I think really allows you to be able to let some of the fears and anxieties go. And so by starting with those three to five, talk about how you do it. They'll help you make your, your life, career, and money decisions so much better. So one thing to kind of get out of the way, your core values, your money values are not things or activities or experiences. They may end up leading to those, but it's, it's not something that you can physically have. It's more of what do you want to get out of the world? And so by using that to defy these aspects, let's go through a couple of, of things. If you pull out a piece of paper and, and jot down a couple notes, this is a good time to do that. You can also reference show notes, I'll put these in there, um, along with a really quick way to be able to do this at the end. So first of all, take a few minutes. This is one of the things I love to do uh, when I'm working with clients on financial planning as well is take 15, 20, 30 minutes, whether it's with a glass of wine, glass of bourbon, sit down and think about what do you want to accomplish? What are the concepts that you value most, most in life? What things bring you joy or allow you to get up every day to take on the world? What are you striving to do? What are your accomplishments? Whatever those are, or what do you want to even accomplish? Those are some of your first kind of core concepts. That may be really vague and you may have a long list of those. You may only have one of those and that's okay. We're going to help you kind of get to that three to five number. I think is a, is a good place to be. So once you've jotted down some of those ideas and concepts, then you're going to move on to thinking about what's the purpose of money in your, your life. So I talk with a lot of clients about money is not a an end, it is a means to that end. So enjoying your family life, your your career, all the things that you, you like to do, whether it's hobbies, your money is only a means to enjoy those things more fully. And when you don't put money as one of those top buckets, it can help you get there. It's a great way to be able to, to give you comfort and security. That's certainly one of the, the purposes in life is to accumulate money. So think about that also in perspective of your current financial habits and practices. Are they in harmony with some of those things you wrote? Or do they conflict with your values? Are you always trying to get the next dollar, but you might be looking more at the back end because you're, you're not focused on, on the right things? 
And then third, setting those new goals once you have your values, those three to five values set, is set your goals and make sure that they correspond with what you're looking to accomplish. If those values and what you thought you wanted to achieve from a goal standpoint don't align, then maybe it's time to reassess what some of your goals are. You may also need to kind of stop and say, hey, am I making decisions about my finances that reflect the things that I really want to do or enjoy to do? And if not, probably need to stop those. Change them to accurately address what brings you joy in life. So just as a, as a side note, the values will also potentially change over time. Your life changes. That's okay. So this is a good thing to revisit. I like to do this at least on an annual basis. Make sure that my values are still aligned with what I'm trying to accomplish. doesn't change dramatically from a long-term perspective, but in a short-term perspective, it might. And so being able to, to focus on those short-term goals, specifically with your values, can make a big difference. And, and it is natural, so don't think this is odd, but for your values to change. Just like your goals in retirement savings or investing, over time, all of those things will change, and that's normal. By revisiting them and realigning them every so often, you'll make sure that they still allow you to get the most out of your personal and financial journey. And that's a great thing. Remember, life happens. You just need to, to be able to make adjustments and stick with it. And that's okay. So you may be thinking, okay, those three steps sound great, but I have no idea how to really come about my values. So I'm going to give you a few examples of values, just kind of words on a piece of paper that may or may not mean anything to you. You can put your own story to it. But I will also encourage you to check out the show notes and go to the link at brentbowden.com backslash values. And I'm going to put a link to a, a quiz that I think is really helpful in being able to go through values as, along with some definitions. It is not a site that, that I have, but it's just a link that I think is a fantastic resource to be able to do that. It's called a values exercise, uh, and it's put on by I Think to Perform. They do a fantastic job of being able to, to walk through that. I do recommend doing it on a, a computer rather than a, a phone. It tends to work out a little bit better. They've got about 50 values there. You can also add your own. So if there's something that to hits that note for you and you want to do that, it's a great way to be able to walk through it. But here's kind of a top 20 I see really often from a values perspective. And I'm going to go through them fairly slowly so you can write them down if one hits you. So some of the top money values for my financial why could be any of these. Security. Stability. Health. Family. Education lifestyle, mental wellness, flexibility, freedom, debt-free, wealth building, legacy, health, creativity, giving, career. So a number of those different examples of values can have different definitions for everybody, which is why I didn't put a definition to them. But there's some great ones that you can find on the Think to Perform link for values. 
You can find that at brentbowden.com backslash values. Uh, but that doesn't mean that that's the only way to be able to get to it. So there's a number of ways on your journey to find your values. I challenge you just to take a few minutes out of the day, think, reflect, and identify your values for your financial why. And when you know those, commit to using those as the lens that you look through to make financial decision-making. You'll make better choices that will help you reach your financial goals of freedom even sooner. While we've just scratched the surface on this topic, stay tuned to future podcast episodes as we dive deeper in how some of these will reflect on those decision-making skills in the future. Again, check out the show notes for some links and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Physicians Financial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. You can also find more information on brentbowden.com. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of any other individual or organization. You should carefully consider your investment objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment decisions. If you are seeking financial advice, you should consult with a qualified financial advisor who can assess your individual circumstances and needs.